Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. How you doing, MB? <sighs> I've been better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made you made one of the classic you made one of the classic errors of New York nightlife. Okay, so Morris and I went to a party on Friday night. Okay, no no big deal, right? We are, parties on the book for Friday night. We've been looking forward to this a long time. All right, around Wednesday or Thursday, I get an email. Let's do the show on Saturday. Great, we'll do the show on Saturday. All right, great. Party, fantastic. Everyone gets home safely, early. Saturday morning, let's do the show. Show show crashes, okay? Halfway through. Halfway through. Halfway right? through. <laughs> so yeah. your lovely Friday night. Every, your weekend's off to a great start. 30 minutes into the show. Uh, Liam, are you still there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here it, we are, folks. Oh. <laughs> Eight o'clock Sunday night. <laughs> well, and you know what? It's gone it's gone south from there. <laughs> you're, so, <laughs> you're not gonna first I don't wanna know. Just, I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. No, about no, no. It, 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 by the way, just so you know, it's the it's fucking November, right? It's ninety <laughs> degrees, so I'm taking yep. my shirt off. Okay. Sunday night, folks. Um, so, anyway, first of all, delightful okay. to see you on Likewise. Friday night. Likewise. The, the kids look great. Amy Thank looked you. beautiful. Thank you. Cheryl enjoyed chatting with her. I, I got yep. that T-shirt for you, so I got to get that, too, because we're decamping to Arizona <laughs> I this know. week. Yep. Um, but um, so typically the way we do this is – Sun was it Sunday mm-hmm. eleven a.m. We do the mm-hmm. show, yep. Yep. and so during the week, with great regularity, Liam and I'll email back and forth. Leslie, E.G., Peter McGarry, you know mm-hmm. the whole yep. Yep. Kevin Muir, yep. um, you know the whole cast of clowns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And over mm-hmm. the week, we're picking up threads mm-hmm. of what we want to talk about what we don't want to talk about so we try and do the show on uh saturday and the first i, I thought 
I thought we fucking crushed it. I thought we fucking crushed it. And I'm looking up and Liam's face is fucking frozen. And I can still see, I can still see the meter, you know, the, yeah, the, you were the, still going. The, okay. So I thought, well, I'll just wrap it up and say, Hey, you get what you pay for. Exactly. And, and, and Liam can kind of figure out what's going on. And then he says, I'll just wrap it up with the bow and we'll play yep. hit, hit save. And, and then, like, I I go to look for the show, and it I don't see anything. And and then, like, twenty minutes later, I get an email: no dice. <laughs> that's a fun email for me to send. Trust yeah, me, yeah, trust I, me. Oh, that's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm such a, anyway, I'm such a, cow, I'm such a coward. I don't even call. Oh come <laughs> on, come on. It's like, is that how you broke up with girls in high school? Absolutely. <laughs> Write it down on a piece of paper and leave it in her textbook. Yeah, give, it, give it to a friend to give it to her. Total coward. So, um, but by, by, by the way, if this if this does crash, it's you fucking... get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um anyway, the tale of woe, since you know I love yeah. to complain. So typically when we do this on a Sunday, we'll do it Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And the way um, I have found this works best is the day of the a podcast, Liam and I don't talk, uh, and equal or more importantly, I don't talk to anybody else about anything I'm going to talk about on the podcast because I try and get things, I try and come up with a thread so that there's a little something for everybody, right? You know, yep. if you yeah, and you've don't gotten way better you, at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've gotten well, thank, fantastic. I appreciate at it. It. Thank yep. you. Yeah. So the way I go about it is, if we're going to have the show taped at eleven a.m., I'll sit down at my desk at maybe five minutes to ten, and I'll start making a couple of cryptic notes in case during our discussion, you know, there's a dead moment or whatever, or Liam doesn't have a question or I freeze up or whatever. And so I get about an hour to kind of get in the frame of mind about how I wanted to go about doing this. Okay. So anyway, uh, the girls had planned on coming up to make dinner. So they, which they did, which is always is a is a a parent of adult children. To me, it's mystifying that they want to spend time with us. So anytime my kids want to see me, it's like that's number one, right? So so uh, Lisa is in Canada, so she you know can't drop by. But Kate and Maddie came, spent the day, and we we had dinner, which means. You know, we couldn't tape the show earlier in the day. So what I did this morning was I made a fucking page of notes, as, whoa, as I'm showing whoa. to Liam now. Okay. Legal, pa- legal pad full. Yeah, full. Because after the thing crashing, I felt like I wanted us to be able to do an expedited show just so we could get something up because I felt it was like an important week, right? Thank you. Yeah. So um so anyway, we're having dinner and it's six fifteen. 
which was two hours ago. Yeah. And it's an email from a very well-known market participant. And yeah, we, it, it, it would be rude not to respond, right? I just... It, of course. It, it's of just, course. Yep, yep. So just... the guy drags me down this fucking rabbit hole of peak energy... What's going to happen? We're going to have civil unrest. Yes. Hy- yes. Hyperinflation. Yes. Like, where, where do you get hyperinflation? <laughs> now, this is this is a respected individual. Okay, he said. <laughs> he said the Fed is over tightened. The market's going to crash. Yep. The Fed's yep. going to ease, and mm-hmm. the easing so quickly after tightening is going to create hyperinflation because simultaneously we're hitting peak oil he says so what do you think's going to happen when we hit peak peak oil and there's not enough oil to go around now i'm sucked into this conversation i'm like <laughs> he said what do you do then i said well get guns and a motor on your house because be- <laughs> so, yeah so i have this whole thing going in my mind and i have this legitimate guy trying to convince me that we're going to go into a world where there's not enough energy and we're going to have hyperinflation mm-hmm. a la mm-hmm. the Weimar Republic. Okay. Brazil. So now, now I, I got to sit down and collect myself <laughs> and become the voice of reason. So I'm going to take a few deep breaths. And, 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 and so um, let me explain the realities of life to people. Okay. And this is not a boomer talking to young kids like you don't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. like the notion that we're going to run out of energy forget about it forget it's it. not going to happen okay and i'll explain to you why i have absolutely no credentials in this field but i'm i i i've been around long enough and seen enough and i'll explain to you why we're not going to have peak energy why we're not going to have civil civil unrest and then I'm going to try and back in to the Fed uh, communique, the market action. Thank you. Yes, and yes. How yes. I yep. see things. Okay, is that okay? Perfect. I, and I appreciate yes. you. I yep. appreciate your patience. Okay. Yep. Why? Why are we not it, going to have like peak oil? It's because there's fucking oil everywhere. It's political will. Okay. So Greta Thunberg. Okay. Jesus Christ! Is please. What, what, when when they're freezing, God forbid, in Germany, okay. Next year they're going to be fracking like a motherfucker, right? Somebody told me England is nothing more than a pile of coal surrounded by the Atlantic Ocean. Incredible. Okay. Yep. So, oh wait, but but the the greens are never going to allow it to happen, right? It's bad for the environment. Okay. Let's like that famous broadcaster, Don Crickey said, if you think you had it tough, read history. Okay. So you've got the people saying coal and oil and natural gas are going to kill us all. You got those two punks throwing cans of tomato soup on a Van Gogh, right? I know. Yep. Yep. So, so, what what what's going to happen? Let's look at what happened within the last hundred years. Okay, 
50 million people died in World War II, okay? The Nazis eliminated X million Jews in a genocide, okay? They separated India into India and Pakistan, and another 30 million people ended up dying, okay? Then, and I just looked this up just for shits and giggles, okay? When the Russians invaded Germany at the end of World War II, they raped two million women. Good God, yeah. Now, now let's go and talk about them blocking the Keystone Pipeline because it goes across an ancient Indian burial ground. Burial ground, okay. Yep. You, you go up to the, the tar sands in Canada, you start fracking in Europe, you start digging up coal uh, in England. Yeah, maybe it's the matrix and you have to set off nukes to block the sun to stop the machines, but we're not running out of energy, okay? So that that's number one, and not, not my area. But this, this fellow has me ho- so shaken up that we're gonna go into hyperinflation and civil unrest. He has four homes around the world, each stocked with two years where the food water, and not just that, things to barter, like cigarettes, no way. this and that. And I said to the guy, I said, how about nylons and yeah. cho- nylon stockings and chocolates? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, and I love these guys. And, and I like this guy. He's very bright, incredibly successful. But they, the, the people who think that when the world comes to an end, they're going to escape. Yeah. So I, I yeah. said to the guy, uh, take the hutch. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, take the hutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question. What, what are you doing for medical care? What What if you have a kidney failure? Yeah. Well, who's yeah. bringing the dialysis? Yeah. yeah. It, it, have you it, practiced this, any? Like, have you gone and practiced well, any I, of that? I asked. I I asked this person that, and he said yes. They have. They have practiced. Okay. I which is, it. first of all, bullshit. <laughs> right. Not a chance. It was like. Yeah, it's like we're test run two a.m. Honey, honey, yeah, honey, we're gonna dry run this our emergency evacuation plan (sighs) alpha. She's like, "Fuck you, I'm going back to bed." (laughs) So, so can we talk about the markets in reality? That's frightening. Now I'm dying to now I'm dying to know who it is. (laughs) I I, I, please please don't ask. That is frightening. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I will not ask. I will not. It's better that I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me catch my breath. Because I sent you um, an email along those lines, so I thought you were talking about me until well, you got to the part about prepping. No, that there was, but but that's the part that pushed me to eleven. Because there's that guy oh. with the fifty three billion dollar hedge fund calling for hyperinflation. Yeah, and 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 by the way, dude, I wasn't absurd. gonna I wasn't gonna send it to you because of the first sentence that was like hyperinflation is coming. And I was like, I, I was like, MB can't like, he's not going to take me seriously. I was like, luckily it was in the FT. So like, you know, when it comes through on FT paper, it looks legit. But I was like, this is, this is kind of a uh, fire in the theater a little bit, you know, to me. Um, go ahead. Go right, ahead. Well, well, we proceed. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, let's, I, I'm not going to tell the jokes this 
this time around, which were pretty fucking funny, I might add. 45 I, minutes, we're, we're telling jokes. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's so, get to the Fed. Let's get to the Fed. Okay. Let's do our right, classic okay. chronological, um, okay. you listen to okay. Jay talk. Is that is that cool well, with you? Not, yeah, but let me let me start because I saw the communique. Okay, I went and it it triggered a response. I went and bought a lot of stuff, and it went up. And I came out of a meeting, and not only was it not up, they were crushing it. Later on, I found out from Leslie Harris that Jay had said something during the communique when a reporter had asked him a question. Bookmark that. We'll come back to it. Okay. So in the communique, the Fed referenced a couple of things, which was a change. And I can't read my fucking handwriting, but it basically they said, they will take into account the accumulated effect of the tightenings that have occurred already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was and new. the lag and the lag. And then the lag between the change in monetary policy and it's showing up in the real economy. Okay. That to me, and to steal from David Zervos, it's baby steps. Okay. They're prepping the market for a slowing and or a stopping of the tightening process. Okay. So, again, as Leslie mentioned, I went and I watched the entire press conference because I wanted to see exactly what Leslie was talking about. Yep, yep. So... I think it's the 39-minute mark. A reporter says something to the effect of, you know, the market has read the communique and it's rallying. And just like Leslie said, Jay Powell's demeanor changed 180 degrees and he was hawkish, 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 hawkish. And they crushed it. Okay. That's significant because it, 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 it tells me a lot of things. One is the communique is the communique. Okay. That's written every single word is scrutinized. Every colon, semicolon, quotation, it, I'm telling you. I know. Right? Every Defined of to... and I know. Uh, okay. Inside okay. and right. out. Yes. Right. There's no more so, proofread document <laughs> in the country yeah. that day, okay? <laughs> yeah. So when Jay hears that the market took it as dovish, okay, he he doesn't want the market to decide they're done tightening and you know the tough love is over yeah. okay yeah. yeah 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 but what the market 
missed on Wednesday. I forget which how these days worked out. Wednesday, yeah, was Wednesday, it? Thursday. Was there was they crushed the market on Wednesday after yeah, the press conference, and then uh, I know the market still ended up down for the week, but on um, on uh, Friday we had uh, um, unemployment. Unemployment, which by the way, I thought when I saw a print. They were going to clusterfuck the stock market, and it ended up closing up on the day, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to Jay and the comments, because to me, the comments made in the communique, like Zervo said, baby steps. Okay. So basically, in my mind, it's confirmed what you and I have been saying for a long time. The tightenings that are priced into the market, so we got 75, we're going to get 50 in December, and then we're going to get 25 more at the following meeting. I forget whether that's January or February, probably February. Okay. We're going to get those come, come hell or high water. If the, if the inflation prints go bullshit to the high side, then they'll keep going with 75. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming regardless. If if the economic data collapses, we're still going to get those two final tightenings. Okay, I I think there's an asymmetry there. I don't think Jay Powell cares whether the S and P's are at thirty seven hundred, twenty seven hundred, or forty two hundred. Okay. He doesn't want the market to think they've given up their pledge to control inflation. That right there, that combination of things makes me extraordinarily optimistic for for risk assets. Now, I I went back and I looked and I, I bring this up. Obviously, partly because uh, I'm bragging, but partly to make a point. So on July 12th of 2021, I think I was on Kevin Muir, and I said, I'm all cash. And I think for a while, they ran it up my ass. Okay. On that date, the 10-year note was 1.37, and the SPUs were... Four three eight four. Fast forward to right now, the ten-year note is a hundred and eighty basis points higher in yield. It's one and a half times higher, and the spoos are down. Uh, let's call it twenty percent. Right now, why why do I mention that? Well, that's July of twenty-one. We're in November of twenty-two, so. That's a year and four months, right? Mm-hmm. Sixteen mm-hmm. months. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm inviting people to think about, what I'm thinking about is not what is the price going to be tomorrow, or on January first, or March, but where are we going to be a year from now, a year and a half from now? And I, I'm very confident that. Um, 
the equity market and risk assets are going to be higher. I'm not exactly sure where rates are going to be, but I would say we're going to have a much more normally shaped yield curve. Like, for instance, I could easily see two-year notes be 4% and the 10-year note be 5%. And, you know, slowly uh, the quantitative tightening works its way through the system. The economy slows. We have a recession. And the inflation specter works its way through the system. And, and we, we, we get things back to normal. And everyone is so afraid of a recession. Oh, recession. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, it's part of the business cycle. There's been, I don't know, a number of recessions in my career throughout all of humanity, you know, even in the Bible. I mean, you get seven years of, of boom and seven years of bust. So, so I think we all need to take a breath of fresh air, drop the hyperinflation, okay, kind of understand that um, you've got a Federal Reserve that is committed to price stability because it affects bulk of the people, right? You know, the guy making a million bucks, his his inflation is zero. Right. Right? Because this, the, the broccoli that was costing him two bucks is not costing him four bucks. Don't matter. Nope. Right? But for the people who earn a minimum wage, it's a matter of life and death, right? So yep. as we said, they're they're gonna they're gonna choke this thing until they break the back of inflation. And I think I think we're there. I, I, I think when you look at more relevant indices, okay, the ones I like to look at are the the more simple ones. Yeah, like for instance, the, the purchasing manager surveys. Yeah, so yeah, the, those are diff, those know. are diffusion indices, meaning that the, the survey will be is your business better, the same, or worse than last month? That's the question. And so 50 indicates un, unchanged. Sure. Right? Yep. When you get to, to a number of, let's say, 38, that would be a recessionary number. Okay. We're, we're seeing th uh, many of these purchasing managers, for instance, backlog of orders is below 50, supplier deliveries below 50, meaning those things are slowing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, once again, I apologize for not having this more organized Please. because my, my head got all fucked up. But when you look at um, the employment data, it looked pretty strong. And I'm, I, I am way under uh, schooled in employment data because mm -hmm. I just you know, I, I try and fake my way through it. But the household survey, which is like the number of jobs, last month declined by 328,000. That was a loss in jobs. Yeah, okay. yeah. So as I 
remember talking about before we were so rudely crashed, um, they make adjustments to these different numbers. And there's a thing called a birth death rate. Yep. And it talks about the birth of new businesses and the death of old businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as new businesses are formed, that creates jobs. And as businesses go out, that creates job losses. So in these Byzantine Rube Goldberg models of coming up with these numbers, they have all sorts of assumptions. So on the BLS website, they talked about the fact that in the past 24 months, they've had to make adjustments to this birth death rate because of the COVID. So did they get it right? I, I don't know. But to me, it's like when I was in medical school and you'd, you'd give someone a blood test and the result looked wrong. The first thing you do would be you'd have them take the blood test again. Reconfirm the test, right? Yeah, of course. But I'm, I didn't go to medical school. I thought you were going to you have no Elizabeth Holmes joke. <laughs> if only um, there was a little machine. <laughs> if only there was a little machine. Um, so uh, to me, when you're thinking you're seeing a shift in the dynamic of an economy going from one that's growing to one that's slowing, or even vice versa, mm -hmm. you can't take any one number. You need to look at two or three months worth of data because the bulk of this data is all backward looking. So what I have found is when the economy is growing, the numbers look weaker than you would expect because it takes them a while to catch up. And when the economy mm -hmm. is declining, it takes longer for the the numbers to slow because yep. once again you're looking in the rearview mirror. So, um, so we're looking at the two year note of a four sixty eight. Okay, that's a great number. I mean, people who have money sitting around that for ten years have been getting nothing are are getting money. Right? Finally, yeah. Uh, on the other, on the other hand, people who've been borrowing money for nothing are now having to pay money, mm -hmm. which is why on Friday, and and this will be a little harsh, but when they were throwing the prom and the stocks were ripping, and Kathy Wood didn't get invited to the prom, mm -hmm. <laughs> some say because she wears glasses, her stock. Arc was down on Friday, right? I know. Yep. Yeah. Why? Because, you know, those companies don't make any money. It's over. And yeah. and, mm -hmm. and the economy's slowing. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. so, um, I, you know, for me, I think what happens is we get the tightenings that are priced in. We get the slowing of the economy. We get the cleansing recession what about the tightening of the financial conditions you got that and that's well so you know that's one of the things where there's some concern about the level of the stock market because 
the financial conditions index, as you know, is made up a lot of stock prices and credit spreads and stuff like that, right? And, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. when you look at the chart of not only the tightening of the funds rate, but the tightening of the financial conditions index, it's like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, right. those mm-hmm. those are called orders, Maverick. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean you've had an unbelievable tightening of financial conditions. You've had starting at z- at zero, you know, so like you know Well, I know, but it's still I mean the two you know went from thirteen basis points to four hundred and sixty seven right. basis points in a year. Ish, as predicted, something. as you pre- yeah. as you predicted. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you. But you know, the financial conditions have tightened. The wealth destruction. Okay, so if you go and you look at the history of the sixty forty traditional stock bond yeah, yeah. Uh, construction, it's if not the worst ever. It's one of the three worst years you've ever had. So we have. A drop in money supply, M2, and we went through the MV equals PQ last mm-hmm. week, right? Mm-hmm. So the lower money supply is going to slow GDP. You've got, you've had a massive tightening of financial conditions, which it constricts the economy. You've had a tremendous drop in financial assets, right? Bonds have dropped by 35%. The stock market's dropped by over 20%. Home values, arguably, are down 20%, except in New York City, where youngest daughter's trying to buy an apartment, which it's seemingly impossible. Forget it. They're sold out. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm losing my train of thought here. But the the point being, I think the economy is slowing. When you look at the forward yields, which I know you like to, the five-year, five-year forward, I think is something around a 365 and the five-year note right now is something around a 435-ish, you think? Mm. So what's that, 70 basis points? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so where do I come out of all this? You know, the stock market is an estimate of – the present value of future cash flows. Okay. So um, I think the stock market is going to look at the fact that all of these things are constricting the economy and that inflation is going to come down, rates are going to come down, logistics will start to sort themselves out with all due respect to Apple, with the COVID, with the slave labor, I mean, the Foxconn employees. Um, I, I These things just take time, which is why I go back to my bragging about the July 12, 2021 comment. Because at that point in time, you know, we didn't have that many followers, but I, I'm sure there was some snickering going on. Now, now, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the podcast <laughs> of the year award, which I by the way, I might just go buy one for you and me. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Right? 
We'll take not? our ball and go sponsored home. Sponsored by some, yeah, we'll find a sponsor podcast for yeah. the year. Yeah, I mean, apparently pick a, women Make up a are, category. We'll, women we'll, are making... We'll, admit, we'll, admit, we'll accept nominations. Pick a category. Go ahead. Do, do you know that uh, the hedge fund that Robbie and EG started that I worked with them on, we were nominated mm-hmm. for the new hedge fund of the year? I, I was not, this was no. Back, back, like, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Really? We, we obviously, obviously didn't win because, you know, being a Jewish guy, there's a conspiracy <laughs> against us. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, we were we were one of four hedge funds nominated. Um, okay. What year is yeah. this? I, I, 90, I was ta- uh, no, 04, no, 05, no, no, like uh, 2010, 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I was told there would be no math in this show. <laughs> Please, yeah. So um, I, I don't know. I keep losing my train of thought. But but long story short, I think that we've got the seeds in place. And I'm not going to say it's going to be a hard landing. I'm not going to say it's going to be a soft landing. I'm not even going to say the low in the stock market is in. We may go down and, and make a new low. Because the one element that's missing is the poster child blow up, right? Typically, you see guys carried out. Mm-hmm. Although, yep. you know, Kathy Wood's fund going from 170 to 30 something. That's not I, serious. I mean, that, that's not that's a cartoon, though. You can't. We we want we want well, a real. I want a real body. All right. I want a real. <laughs> I'd like to see like a real scalp, something serious. Okay. Uh. That place down yeah, in Florida I, calling I, for hyperinflation might be next. <laughs> I, so I'm a little bit, you know. You want to talk about the metals? You want to talk about the metals on, uh, no, on no, Friday? I, no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, I, no, you, you know I, no math, no metals. <laughs> you know why I don't want to talk about the metals? So no. silver was up 7 or 8%. Okay. Gold was up 50 bucks. Okay? okay. The reason I don't want to talk about it is because now you remind me of the guy I like. <laughs> Who's a nut job? He's like, gold. Gold is telling you that hyperinflation is around the corner. I'm like, stop. Gold. Stop. What is gold? Shit itself. Is <laughs> literally Dude, the amount crap. of things that gold has told me. Okay, yeah, over the exactly. last two years. I'll, yeah, I'll also is... accept. What is told? You can also tweet me what gold has told you. Okay. Yeah. The fucking it's... Sunday night. What does gold whisper to you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oops, I crap my pants. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is exactly. gold, what's gold saying this time? No, this, this, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's like it's like okay. Here's a joke. So, a husband or a wife are playing golf. Minutes. Is it? Yeah, yeah, this is fun. If this fucking thing crashes, I'm coming over there and I'm gonna pound you. Husband and wife are playing, <laughs> playing golf. golf, and the guy, the guy slices his drive into the woods, and in there, he sees a bottle, and there's a a guy standing there in a genie outfit. Did I tell you this joke? I don't. I don't know. You got to tell it okay. again. Let me listen right. to it. So, anyway, the golfer walks up and he says, "What happened here?" He says, "I'm a genie. I've been trapped in this bottle for five thousand years. You've released me, and in return, I want to give you three wishes." And the guy's like, "Well, this is great." And so he says, "Well, what's wish number one?" He says, "I, I want a million dollars." He says, when you go home, 
there'll be a million dollars in your checking account. Score. The guy's like, this is fantastic. What's next? I really like a boat. He goes, what kind of boat would you like? I'd like one of those big wooden oligarch, you know, old, like the J.P. Morgan wooden thing. He goes, Bellhaven Yacht Club. It's called uh, Slice My Drive. That's the name of the boat. Okay. And uh, he asked for one more thing, and the genie agrees. And the guy's like so grateful. He says, hey, um, I've been trapped in this bottle for 5,000 years. I, it's been a long time since I've had any female companionship. Do you think maybe in return for all I've done for you, maybe you could let me spend five or 10 minutes with, with your missus? And, and <laughs> the guy thinks about it, and he's like, he's got a million dollars, he's got a boat. And so he goes over and he explains the situation to his wife, and she's shaking her head. No, 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 no. And finally, finally she caves. And she has relations with the genie. And they're they're finishing up their business. And the genie says, how old's your husband? And she says, he's, he's 52. Why do you ask? He says, a 52-year-old man still believes in genies? <laughs> it's 52. 52. <laughs> Did you see that one coming? No. You've told more. you told more jokes about people golfing, you know. Because <laughs> the last, yeah, last one I had to ask you, I had to ask you if it was at Wingfoot. <laughs> I, 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 you mean it's like it's like we found a golf ball in your wife's anus? Yeah, like, that's, oh. that's what I thought. That's that's why when you asked, like I was like, oh no, is it that one? Like I didn't even know how to use the words to describe that one. So no, go ahead, tell it, please. So. By all means. so the the, the 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 joke I told when we crashed was, and this this, this part is is actually kind of true. Um, so, you know, I had hurt my back with that mountain biking thing, and yep. I got a little bit of a pinched nerve. So I'm going to see the neurologist with mm -hmm. Cheryl because it's been acting up a little bit. That's why I haven't been running as mm -hmm, much. Mm -hmm. And I'm I've got my iPad. And I see the communique, right? And it's it's really, to me, really bullish. I buy a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I finally, we get called in and I see uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Weinberg. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've gotten to be, you know, I'm kind of friendly, you know, two Jewish yeah. guys, of course, right? You yeah, know, who, who, who doesn't yeah, like yeah. me, right? Hey, so what's up we, with your shit? <laughs> we, we, tell, we tell each other, jokes from time to time and he says and cheryl's sitting there so i oh. i know it's not gonna i know it's not gonna be too bad but he's he, he anyway yeah. he's not he's not looking at her when he's telling me this joke so he said you're there's a psychiatrist taking a resident around the psychiatric ward as part of this training and they look in one room and there's a man masturbating vigorously and the psychiatrist says to the resident uh this man has a disease that he produces so much semen if you don't export it regularly it will cause damage to his internal organs 
and the resident shakes his hand, head, and they go and they look in the next room. But in this room, there's a guy, but there's a woman aiding him in this process of, uh, is it de-semanizing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. sure, sure. We get and, the idea. And, and the, the resident says to the doctor, what, what disease does this man have? And the doctor says, well, it's the same as the other guy. He just has better health insurance. <laughs> Dude. Dude, health insurance is no joke. <laughs> um, I told you about the guy that was going to divorce his wife so that his wife could go on Medicaid yeah, so that she could get have health insurance because she was pregnant. Yeah. And have... Dude, it's not oh, funny. No. That's, Dude, when I was no, single uh, in my 20s, I was going to marry my, my firefighter friend so I could get health insurance. <laughs> When they made gay marriage legal in New York State, where he was single, I was single. I I needed insurance. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I believe you. <laughs> Dude, I've talked about him multiple times on the show. I still do work for his charity. We're very good friends. Yeah. You know, we're getting, this is a little too inside baseball for all chess. Like you said, you wanted, you wanted to do 30 minutes. You also wanted to nag um, me about my childhood Irish step dancing career. You want to do that? Oh, well, yeah. Stop. What? So that, <laughs> apparently, that we, we can talk about it next week because. Okay, well, all right. Be, all right, well, it did. It came up in the EFT. All right. So we have, if, it's, if, if they brought it up in the EFT, which they actually recycled it from like the Irish New York Times or whatever. But there was an article about the the Irish step dancing, the cheating, the, the cheating scandal. Uh, there's been cheating scandals in everything lately. There was in uh, the bass fishing, which was awesome. That was that was phenomenal. The, dude, they were stuffing the fish with lead weights and they caught the guys red handed. They arrested them. It's like a felony in Texas. <laughs> How about the guy cheating with the chess? Dude, even how, better, how, dude. How do you how do you cheat in chess? Allegedly I, anal beads, and the same thing with the girl in poker. It, yes, well, you heard what? me. You, yes, I, you I heard anal beads, like a remote control <laughs> anal uh, bead, uh, like a uh, sexual so, toy. So the theory was now, dude. I mean, that's the theory that was like, it's it's number one. It's <laughs> number one. It's plausible, and number two, he raised suspicion by by like offering to be strip searched. So. You know, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, the punchline. I'm oh no, 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 dude! I've spent like I've spent no exaggeration. I've wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about the fishing scandal on the show. I didn't get a chance. Trust me, I, my, our listeners are all over this. The fishing scandal was a big deal, dude. Um, well, at least in my world, it was. But yeah, the chess, dude. The chess has been an ongoing saga. The dude admitted to cheating on the internet, and then he bailed out of a big tournament, and then like the 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 anal beads accusations were made it's 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 astounding so the cheating is everywhere i'm sure none of this goes on in the stock market and like everything Um, in finance well first first of all thank you for the anal bead concept because you know for the holidays is a grab bag gift it always makes a nice gift because you can never have too many of those you can never have too many of those but to talk about the cheating and since most of the people listening don't care about cycling. I don't care. No, I'm telling no. you anyway. There's this thing, Strava, that we talk oh, about. Yeah. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so, like, the guy who has, or Gail who has the fastest segment is mm-hmm. king of the mountain or queen of the mountain. Apparently, somewhere in the Fairfield, Westchester area, there's a woman 
whose husband has hired a professional cyclist Stop it. to push her Stop it. <laughs> through segments. I believe you. So, Cycling's so, so scummy, dude. <laughs> Cycling is so scummy. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank goodness you and I are a bright light amongst Absolutely. the darkness. Exactly. Beacons, right. yeah, for all those. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Sorry, so I we're think... not going to talk about Irish step dancing. We'll, we'll save that for another show, but I was a very talented Irish step dancer in my childhood. Um, and there I'll was a, there's a, you guys can just Google, you can read the article in the FT, just type in like Irish step dancing uh, financial times and you can read the uh, the thing about it. It's 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 very entertaining. Um, all right. Well, we listen, did a good what show. You Thank you. What? Whoa, whoa, what are you going to say? I, you I, no, I was just going to say, Maybe we should get out of here while the getting is good and yeah, try and do yeah, a better yeah, job yeah. next week. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you um, for for your your work this week. Um, I really appreciate you coming back and doing it because I know that uh, it's it infuriates you when that thing crashes. What are and you like thanking I said, me for? I thought this is us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I just... There's no... Like, there's when no when the show crashes, no... you're... A, yeah, I know, but you're also a superstar. So when the show crashes, oh, and I have to please. be very delicate Let's about getting it. you back here. Okay? Please. All right, pal. All right, well, I'll, you, so you'll be you, in you'll be in Arizona next week, huh? Yeah, Ugh. but you know yeah. we can still do the show because there's this yeah. internet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look so, into it. Listen, it was great to see you. Tell Amy again, thank you for letting. Uh, thank you. Thank her you. share thank you. share you with me, and um, I appreciate and, that. Uh, I'm gonna run out and get some anal beads. All right, please, please, please. I got the under. I hit the under on jokes. I said forty-five minutes that you hit. The, you started telling jokes at thirty-nine. So you owe, you owe me that money. All right, pal. Good night. Good night. Be well. <laughs> Cheers.